Hey everyone, it's Teacher Mike here and you're listening to my podcast and I'm super, super happy and honored that you are here. Remember, you can follow me on all platforms. You can find me on Facebook, you can find me on Instagram, you can find me on YouTube, you can find me on Snapchat and Twitter. Mostly, I'll be on Instagram, Twitter, and now definitely YouTube. So just look for me there. It's Teacher Mike and enjoy today's episode. All right. Hey, everyone. It's Teacher Mike here. And today I have a very special guest. Uh, her name is Annabelle. Hi, guys. <laughs> and she's a native English speaker. She's from Canada. But the fun thing is she also speaks a bit of Portuguese. Mm. I'm not going to put her on the spot now, but eventually I'll try that. Um, so, yeah, Annabelle, uh, go ahead. Take your time. Who are you? What do you do here in Toronto? How have you started teaching English, especially to Brazilians? Tell your story. Come closer. Well, yeah. Um, so... How did I start? <laughs> I um, first started teaching English when I went out to Vancouver. I started teaching because I had a lot of classmates who somehow got accepted to university, but they didn't speak any English. Or they spoke English, but not so well, you know? And then, um, and then I thought to myself, why don't I charge for this? Because I'm doing it for free, so I might as well charge for this. Mm -hmm. And then I went on a trip. I actually went on a trip to Rio. And before I went, I did a course to teach English. And when I got to Rio, I realized I don't have my visa to work. All right, yeah, and fair. That's fair. So I ne I, all I did in Rio was go to the beach. And I, I never <laughs> ended up teaching there. <clears throat> And then I got back to Toronto and, um, you know, I was finished university and I was like, what am I going to do? And I was like, well, I might as well apply to an English school. And then I got um, hired at a school and I found out I really loved it. I loved it so much. And I had a lot of Brazilian friends and a girlfriend of mine um, needed to do a test called the CELPIP exam test. And um, there's not many teachers for the CELPIP exam test. Like IELTS, there's more teachers because yeah. IELTS is more of like a established exam I guess so mm. then she said why don't you learn this test and learn how to teach this test and so I did that and then um, things exploded from there I just went from there and um, you know people I had students and then they liked learning with me and then they talked to their friends and then every, everything yeah awesome and how did you how uh, how have you gotten embraced by the Brazilian community how did that happen Because you told me that you have many Brazilian students. Yeah, I do. I would say 100% of my private students are Brazilian. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it's because Brazilians are very um, tight here as a community. And they really support each other. And um, I think I just got embraced because they felt like they could trust me. Because I was very comfortable with their culture because I lived in Brazil before and um, and then also um, they liked me because I'm a native speaker yeah so I think it's those two things and also I grew up St. Clair West in Toronto St. Clair West is Brazilian like community. little Brazil yeah like little Brazil so I grew up with so many Brazilian friends and um You know, like, I grew up, like, I listened to funk when I was in high school. No way. Yes. Are you kidding? Why? I don't know. <laughs> It was popular in my high school. There's so many Brazilians there. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It just kind of happened. And um, 
Yeah, I just went with it. Also, Brazilians are the best students. It's true. We're, we're they're fun. the best students. <laughs> oh my god, they're the most polite, the most outgoing. Like, I love all my students from every country. They all have different strengths. Um, but I would just say, like, I really love to have fun. And that's why I love teaching Brazilians so much. Because it's never nice. a dull moment. That is cool. Yeah, I kind of agree. I feel like, because I have taught other, I have never, oh, I have taught a Russian person once. But that's it. It's super, yeah. It's a very different experience yeah, teaching every different nationality, Yeah, right? it is super interesting to teach someone from Russia. Especially because they are, they love grammar. Yeah, I know. Like, he was like... He was like, "Can you teach me? Can you can you teach me prepositions? Like, I need to know that like this way. I need to learn it like the, all the rules." And I was like, "What? That's and that's teaching weird. grammar is tricky because native speakers like I don't have an explicit knowledge of grammar, right? Mm. Because you know, in your mother tongue, you learn things implicitly. So exactly. So I don't personally. Everyone has different methods, but I don't really support focusing on that yeah. because you know what I mean. Like when I do teach grammar, I have to go back and learn it, the rules. Mm. You know mm. what I mean? Mm. Because when you're talking, you're not like, okay, I'm going to use the present perfect now because this is what the situation calls exactly. for. Exactly. So um, yeah, it's tough because some people really, really, really like that because that's what they're used to usually in their home yeah, country. Yeah, so that's why. So see, I have learned um, English in Brazil. So I have been through that phase where I was like, oh, I have to learn grammar. And it was what only... What was that like? I'm curious. Learning English in Brazil? In Brazil. No, we can talk about that. But uh, So the thing is, when, you, when I started teaching, that's when I started learning how to teach. And um, I stumbled upon this this... Uh, research that talks about that it's like when you're a toddler you don't learn the language by learning the rules of grammar you no. just learn it by being exposed to the language and mm -hmm. that's how I I actually changed the way I teach because my first four or five months I was like a, probably a very bad teacher <laughs> and then after I, I learned that and I was kind of I was shifting my way of teaching and then that's why now like the podcast full English and it doesn't matter if the, the students is basic intermediate whatever it helps anyways yeah right? I, I t say to students like watch movies in English and they say okay I don't understand anything and it's like if you're picking out words that's it that's it yeah because first you start to hear where one sentence ends and one where one a new one starts because at first it just sounds like gibberish mm. and then you start to pick up like you know what I mean it's yeah. a process yeah. and then also it's so funny um, talking with people is very important because we do this thing called mirroring mm. I don't know if you know about this okay so if someone says something in their second language and it's your first language let's say I'm speaking Portuguese and I say something kind of can I swear on this yeah. podcast mm. can I swear on this podcast oh yeah you can swear okay okay if I say something kind of fucked up um, you're gonna repeat it in the correct way in the correct way but not even like oh no it's like this no you're no just, we just we're gonna it. repeat the question yeah, yeah. nicely and I'm gonna you're it's subconscious it yeah. it's like subconscious and you do that and yeah. so then I'm like okay I make that like mental Mistake. correction yeah, yeah. and fix my mistake um, and then also when you're speaking to someone in um, a language that's not their first language we like slow down and like pronunciate things more for them so that's 100%. why it's really important to talk to native speakers you know what I always tell my students get a like Canadian girlfriend or boyfriend that is very smart oh my god <laughs> your English is gonna like get so good it is also very true. Um, yeah, so the funny thing is is that, and um, this, what you said about mirroring, is something I, I actually tell my students to pay attention to. If they're, they're uh, talking to someone who's native, I'm like, 
any mistake you make, it's going to be repeated correctly and in a very sweet, gentle yeah, way. Nice Especially because you guys Canadian are very sweet. Mm. I mean, if you go to New York, maybe people are not going hey, to do that. What are you talking about? <laughs> hey, learn English, man. Yeah, learn English. <laughs> Anyways, uh, okay, another cool thing I wanted to ask you uh, is, before going to Brazil, did you have any kind of mentality towards Brazilian that you changed or...? Yeah. I think that what we see here in Canada, the idea here in Canada of Brazil is like asses, beach. Yeah, what else? Soccer. Yeah, what's the player? Uh, oh, Neymar. Yeah, yeah. Oh my, oh my god. god, Neymar. Every time I get into mm. Uber, it's like, oh, where are you from? Oh, I'm from Brazil. Neymar. Oh, Neymar. No, like, Neymar. Yeah, Neymar, that's it. Neymar, did you see the like picture he posted? Less, less, no. Okay, we'll, let's gossip yeah, about, <laughs> we'll gossip about Neymar later, later okay? Yeah. Um, yeah, but then when I went to Brazil, I'm like, oh my god, these are like the nicest, most like wholesome, family-oriented people I've ever met in my oh, yeah, life. Very like very oriented. like spiritual and like um, like I really love yoga. So when I was there, everyone's like super hippy dippy into like peace and love and like I guess there is that like really like good-heartedness that I didn't mm. think that like Brazilians were bad people. I just thought they were like more about like uh, sex, drugs and rock and roll you know what I mean it's kind of like you know what I mean I thought yeah it's kind of like sexualized here our idea of Brazil I guess but then I went there and I was like this is so wholesome like you know what I mean like just like families and um, everyone's like very like loves their parents like for here in Canada we love like individualism True. When you're 18, you're an adult and get out of the house and Mm. go have your own life in Brazil it's like everyone like a family like yeah, it's true. It is true. Yeah. Um, another good question I had about Brazilians. Did you do you feel where do you feel that Brazilians lack most in terms of English? In English. Yeah, you can be very honest. Um, do you know what's, two things? I think that people stunt their development because they have they're very attached to speaking Portuguese. Cool. That's fair. You know, and mm-hmm. you have to like, you really have to push yourself to speak English. Mm-hmm. So I have a lot of like Brazilian students who like are on their phone texting Portuguese, like music Portuguese, everything. They're like, don't want to give it up. So, so they learn more slowly than they would if they, they learn more slowly if they would, if they, um, if they tried harder, mm, tried applied themselves, I guess more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good word. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then the other thing, maybe I would say, uh, Grammar is okay because you know what? You're not like Japanese. Like, you have to feel really like some empathy for people who are coming from like the East because the alphabet isn't even the same. Oh, yeah. Whereas in Portuguese, it's like a Latin language. English is 25% from Latin, 25% from French, which is essentially Latin. So, a lot of the words, you just put an O or an A, you know what I mean? Just yeah. take off the O or the A, it's the same yeah, thing. Yeah. So, the grammar is not too bad. I would say like accent. 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 All right, that's fair. Accent. And I think that's just because, like, um, the cadence okay, yeah. of Brazilian Portuguese mm-hmm. is, like, very sing-songy and, like, and English is... That's all Latin language. They're very sung, while English is very straightforward. Yes, it's very straight. And so I guess... Yes, it's less fun. Okay, guys, I'm sorry. It's more, like, to the point. So I'd, I'd say that, and that's just, um, I think, the way that you would... As long as you're intelligible, I think it's beautiful to have an accent. Because if you have an accent, it means that you speak two languages. So have an accent. But if it's very strong, people won't be able to understand you. So yeah. you've got to work on that, yeah. you know. Cool. 
Okay, I don't, I don't, I don't want the podcast to go very, very long. I also don't want you to take uh, too much of your time today. Uh, so just finish off trying to speak a bit of Portuguese. Okay, vou tentar. All right, okay. awesome. Okay, so let's talk a bit about Brazil. Vamos falar um pouco sobre o Brasil okay. em português. Bora. So, onde você visitou? Onde você foi? Eu fui a Rio, Rio de Janeiro, uh -huh. a Bahia. Bahia? Uh -huh, foi legal. Ah, Bahia. <laughs> e Florianópolis. Ok. São Paulo. que mais? Você já foi a mais lugares do que eu no Brasil. Uh -huh. Yeah. É? Yeah. Hum. Um, e qual foi sua facilidade favorita? Se você pudesse escolher uma. O que significa facilidade? Qual foi a sua cidade? Ah, cidade. Você favorita. fala muito rápido. Desculpe. Ok, ok. Um, Rio. Rio? Rio de Janeiro. Por quê? Um, a cultura lá, as festas, uhum. a vib. Funk? Vib. Funk, gosto de funk. <laughs> Alright, that is very cool. Ok, pessoal, so, essa é a Annabelle. Um, eu vou deixar o link para o Instagram dela também. E ela também é professora de inglês em Toronto. Uh, ela é graduada em psicologia, mm -hmm. linguística, mm -hmm. uh, linguistic psychology. Um, ela ensina CELPIP, que é o, o curso de, de imigração que você precisa para fazer imigração no Canadá. Então, I'm, I'm putting myself out of business here. Um, but uh, she's a very sweet girl, so uh, you should check her out. And uh, yeah, that's it. Um, thank you, Mike, so much. Thank you, Annabelle, so much for having me. Um, and yeah, super nice uh, talking to you. So, see you guys next time. And uh, yeah, love you all. <laughs>